0: Love Talk Radio. Welcome to Plus Model Radio, the number one podcast for plus size women. I'm your host, Shanice Lewis, coming to you live from Los Angeles. Today is Monday, May 3rd, 2010. I'm really excited about today's show because we have a very special guest that has recently taken the world by storm with her killer curves, the lovely Ashley Graham. Ashley Graham grew up in Lincoln, Nebraska and began modeling at the age of 13. Ashley worked steadily with clients including Macy's, Bloomingdale's, Nordstrom, and Lane Bryant since her arrival into the fashion world. She was the focus of a three-page feature in Vogue describing her personal style and has been in national advertising campaigns such as Liz Claiborne. Most recently, her success as a model and role model has been amplified by her starring role in a heavily publicized Lane Bryant lingerie commercial. This spot gained national press and attention from outlets such as Entertainment Tonight and Jay Leno. Combined with a 17-page exclusive issue on MadisonPlus.com dedicated to Ashley, the world is now getting a glimpse into the life and world of this budding star. Let's welcome Ashley to the show. Hello. Hi, Ashley. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to talk to you. You're doing big things right now. Thank you. I'm excited to talk to you too. Well thank you. So let's start with your childhood. Were you confident growing up um in Nebraska?
1: yes i mean i only went to high school there i moved there when i was 12 and that's kind of when the whole modeling career started mm-hmm. i was 12 and a size 12 and i was 5 9 so i've always been curvy and um, bigger than my girlfriends. I was always, you know, you know, measuring size.
0: <laughs> right. Both
1: of their size together looked like one of mine. So um, I've always uh, dealt with that, but I've always been confident in who I am, and my body has never um, changed that. Of course, women, we all have our insecurities about certain things, but my parents always praised us for um, what we looked like and, um, you know, made sure that we carried ourselves in a certain way.
0: Well, how did the modeling come into the equation? How did you get your start?
1: Well, it's funny because I was never a girly girl. I never felt, I was never, quote unquote, pretty either. Um, Why did you I say was, you weren't pretty? No, I I, I wasn't. I looked like a little boy, honestly, growing up. I mean, I wish I could show you pictures, but obviously this is radio. My hair, it was buzz cut, like, you know, like, you know, basically they put the bowl on my head and chopped around. Uh, (laughs) I, like, you know, had buck teeth. I had the big glasses. Like, I was just, you know, I was just like that nerdy little girl.
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: um, I was coming into my own probably around, like, 11 or 12, and that's when things started developing, and my hair started growing, and, you know, I started maturing as a woman, and that's uh, I was in a mall in Nebraska with my dad. We had just moved there from Texas, Mm -hmm. and um, a man approached me and said, hey, would you like to be a model? There was a huge cattle call um, casting going on, so that's kind of
0: how it all began. And who was that man? He was just working, like, with the modeling conventions that come to town? Yeah, he was with an agency from Kansas City. And um,
1: actually, he just called me recently. He's like, hey, just wanted to pause in and say hi. He wanted (laughs) to take the credit for your success. Right, right, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, he was from Kansas City, and I kind of went through a little slew of things with him and then went to Wilhelmina, but then went to Ford when I was um, 15.
0: Do you think being a plus-size model has helped you with your self-esteem? Yes.
1: Um, I actually told my mother this not too long ago. Actually, I have never told anybody this. Um, I told my mom, I said, I would have self-esteem issues if I wasn't um, a model because they're is so much negativity thrown on women nowadays with their weight and what their body looks like and we have no role models to look upon for a healthy lifestyle but still being curvy and being confident in who you are mm-hmm. and um you know although my mother is a plus uh quote unquote she's full-figured woman. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was still not the same. Like, I was always looking for a celebrity, but there was just never anybody there. So, yeah, plus being a, a plus size model has definitely um, helped my confidence.
0: Now, were there obstacles in getting your career started? I know you um, you said someone just picked you um, just from the mall, but mm-hmm. did it take you a while before you found success with the career? You know, since I was 13 years
1: old, <laughs> I I wasn't quite a woman, and um, I, there was really a lot of there wasn't enough work as a plus size model. I think now we're coming to terms with that. There's a lot more teen plus size girls, so there's a lot more work. But I didn't have as much work. I think when I was around that age, I did. I don't know if you remember YM Magazine mm-hmm. and um, Seventeen Magazine, and actually J Lo came out with a a. a a line of clothing, and I did that when I was about 14 or 15. But um, it was it was hard in the beginning just because I was so young.
0: Well, in the um, beginning, but, did you, like, dominate the market because there wasn't that many plus-size models no, around? No. Be, no. I mean, this was only – this was 10 years ago, mm-hmm.
1: and, um, you know, Mode Magazine was still mm-hmm. out there, so there were a lot of girls working. But right when I came into the mix, a little bit after Mode, um, they went under – and uh, there was still work for the girls, but I was still not quite a woman because they would categorize women at a plus size woman as an older woman, not a teen, not a young 20s. They would, you know, she would be much older. So there wasn't much work for me until I moved to New
0: York, and that's when my um, career catapulted in 05. So what was your big break in '05? In
1: well, it wasn't it wasn't a big break I, per se, it was more just moving to New York and actually just taking it and all in. Where the I, is. Yeah, because I was living in Nebraska, I was still in high school. So I graduated in June of '05. and I moved straight to New York in July. Um, <laughs> I was just ready to get to New York and um that was kind of like, you know, either I'm going to go to New York and my career's going to take off or I'm going to go to New York and see what happens in if it doesn't take off, I'm going to move back to Nebraska and go to college. Right. You able to say I never moved back. <laughs> so now, do you model <laughs> full time, or do you have a day job as well? No, I'm a full time model. I've, I, I, when I was 16 in high school, my parents made me um, have a second job just to show me what it was like to, you know, only make minimum age. I think I was making minimum wage. I'm sorry, I said age, mm-hmm. minimum wage. Um, I think I was making like six twenty five an hour working at a Panera. Um, but, um, you know, I'm sorry,
0: um, but you're modeling full time right now, yes, I model full time, so one of the reasons I like you as a model is because you're a size sixteen, and sometimes yes, I the, am, and sometimes on the plus modeling boards, there are models as small as a size eight, so yes have you ever been pressured to lose weight to become more marketable as a plus size model? I've never been pressured to lose weight. I've always been told, all right, or
1: not been told, but I've always realized I'm one of the only size 16s that is really working. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of worked for me because my body, I'm, I'm blessed that it's just proportioned. Right. Um, so i I've always known that, but it's never affected my work. Nobody's ever really told me, like, you know, you need to lose some weight um, to continue being a plus model. Or, you know, a size 14 is the way to be, but it's it's not. It's who you are, and it's how you, you know,
0: present yourself to the client. I agree. Now, the Lane Bryant lingerie commercial was banned for being too racy. Now, through all of this controversy in the media, did you ever – take personal offense to any of it no not at all actually when
1: um i found out about it i was completely shocked um i just i couldn't believe that that there would be such a controversy over you know over my cleavage over a little you know (laughs) stomach showing over a little you know over a woman being in her lingerie i mean look at all the victoria's secret models they're throwing knives at each other you know wearing the naked um lingerie like I was I was completely shocked now when you know when it was you know, very apparent to me that it was a sizeist and prejudiced issue. No, I wasn't, I wasn't offended because this is the way I've been my whole life. And, you know, I've had to deal with people my whole life. And since I was a kid, I've just learned to brush them off real easy. And mm-hmm. being in this industry, you can't take anything personal because, mm-hmm. you know, if your nose doesn't look right, then they're not going to hire you. I mean, you just, there's just things you just can't help.
0: Right. So, so you just have a um, can already.
1: Yeah, so, um, you know, I never took any of it personal. I actually thought it was so sad, so sad for all the full-figured, plus size women out there that, you know, you know, it's, it's America showing that, you know, we can't be represented. We can't be represented and shown how beautiful we are. We are in lingerie. We are on television. We are, you know, even in clothing, that, you know, we have a sex appeal and confidence and feminine, And, you know, a thing of of feminine about us, something of feminine about us. I'm sorry. So um, that was the sad part. But the great part about it was that we're getting the awareness out there that, you know, this is another sign of beauty. This is
0: another form of it, and we need to celebrate it. Exactly. Now, I know personally that um, when you represent anything plus size in the public eye, that someone will always try and say you're promoting obesity when that's not the case. So have you received any negative comments or feedback with those kind of accusations? And if so, no. how do you respond? Actually I have not. I have only had
1: positive um feedback. I haven't really read any of the press or like comments you don't go on take
0: blogs or anything. No,
1: I mean I I've had a few people tell me like I did a radio show this morning and they were kinda of telling me a few of the comments that people were making and whatnot. But um, and they were all positive. I haven't I haven't heard any negativity. I mean, I've had girlfriends who have told me in the past that you know, oh, you know, somebody's told me that you're representing obesity and this and that. But you know, brush some haters off because <laughs> we're not,
0: we're right, not, we're right. not
1: promoting obesity. We're promoting another um, form of beauty and another, you know, the, the average American woman is what we're really promoting too.
0: in my eyes. Um, the networks not playing the commercial was a form of size discrimination, and it mm-hmm. had nothing to do with the text message, what you had Mm-mm. on the plain old size discrimination. Now, yes, during I your, agree with you. During your media rounds when you went to do your different interviews, do you think that the mainstream media understood that? Do you think they got it or not?
1: Um, I think to a degree, I think it depended on who was interviewing me. Um, mm-hmm. most of the men I had one man interview me and he brought up it was I think it was the first time that someone had brought up the text message to me. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking to myself, that's you know, that's like the underlying issue. That has there's so much sex on television. There's so much sex, you know, in the movies. What did a little text message, you know, how could that be banned from you know yeah. a te- like from it's the it's a television show exactly and i looked at him and i was just like yeah i was just thinking to myself your wife or whoever is not is not full-figured i just know it <laughs> because <laughs> the majority of men that i've spoken to said i would not have banned your commercial no 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 oh,
0: right. you know
1: and uh, but i have um had women who have interviewed me who are full-figured who even women who aren't full-figured, and they know immediately what it is. Because, I mean, you know, who are you going to kid? We see sex, we see cleavage, we see all of it all over the television. So what's, you know, what was my commercial any different?
0: Right, it wasn't. It was just plain old discrimination. Right, exactly. So besides um, modeling, you do have other things going on in your life, and one of them um, is your charity work. Now tell us about the charity work you do in South Africa. Um, I've been going to South Africa for about three
1: years now through my church in New York and um, I go to the journey and um, basically we go and we are rebuilding communities we are um, playing with kids, praying with families um, you know being in hospices with people who are on the deathbed um, we are um, helping the, the community, just teaching them how to raise, you know, build crops for themselves to make money. Um, we're just there, you know, also to promote safe sex and teach people about HIV and AIDS. Mm-hmm. And every time I go, we do something different, which is so great, um, which is a great experience for me um, just to see Africa in a whole other light. But um, how often it, do you it, go? Um, I'm going once a year now. I'm probably I'm for sure going for Thanksgiving this year, um, and it might. I went for Thanksgiving last year, so it might be a Thanksgiving thing now for me. I'm not quite sure.
0: Well, that's awesome. I, you know, Thank you. Nobody knows that part of you, and I think that's really great.
1: Thank you. I really appreciate it. It's something that I'm really passionate about. And, um, I was raised in a family where we're, um, constantly helping others and constantly volunteering. So it was just instilled in me and, um, coming to New York, not having, you know, my immediate family here, I wanted to reach out in some way. And also my job is so, um, it's, 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 selfish in a way sometimes because, you know, it's it's me, 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 pictures of me, the way I look, the way, you know, all of that. And so for me to give back in a way and and to show how unselfish that I am, this is um, something that I love to do.
0: Now, besides modeling and doing charity work, just kicking it in New York, I hear that your best friend is Crystal Wren. Now, is that true? Yes, that's my homie. That's been my
1: girlfriend for seven years now. I mean, we met when I was 15, 16 years old, and she's like a year, year and a half older than me. And we literally had lunch for five hours. Really? <laughs> yeah, we had lunch for five hours. It got real deep. And as deep as you can get at 16, I guess. And, um, <laughs> and we just stayed connected ever since. And, um, you know, we've been, our, we've been support for each other through the thick and the thin, through
0: professional, through personal. Um, you know, we're, that's my girl for life. Now, she's been in the spotlight for different things. Does she give you any advice on how to handle all of this media coming your way? Oh, yes. She's been – she's so great because i have got advice for her for style, for this
1: media, for just work, and she's such an amazing model. I mean, I look up to her as a model um, basically before anybody. She just – Transforms in front of the camera and um, becomes a whole another person. She's she's actually she's so incredible.
0: And so are you. So are you. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> now, out, out of all of your accomplishments in your career, in your modeling career, what are you mm-hmm. most proud of?
1: Wow. Hmm. Wow. I don't know. I think that. Wow, oh, that's, 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 that's a question that nobody's ever asked me, actually. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I'm I really proud of the Vogue thing, because of the Vogue issue, the three-page article that they did on me and my personal style, because um, they have never done that for a plus-size model before, and they actually made it a whole separate thing outside of the editorial that was in the magazine, and they did a casting for, you know, Throughout all the plus girls on who they thought knew most about style or fashion and, you know, what they liked. And they chose me. And I was really just happy and excited about that and honored to be a part of that um, for Vogue.
0: Now, what advice would you give? We have a lot of listeners that listen to this um, show that want to be plus-size models. What advice Mm -hmm. could you give them on um, getting their career started in the industry? well because you know everybody wants to be a model
1: i know everybody does and you know i get asked this question so much and girls will email me and i think it's great you know please don't stop because um i'll send out you know emails back because i know how um i know how hungry people are in this industry my advice is just You know, to continue to believe in yourself and um, if people keep putting you down, then maybe you should reflect on, you know, what it is that they're telling you to change or what it is that, you know, is different about you. Um, There's nothing wrong with you if people don't want you at their agency or if they feel that you're not the right type of model for them. Um, I just I just don't want girls to get discouraged and to feel like you know that that they're you know not beautiful
0: enough or right. or too big or too small because that's not the case. And even um, if they don't become a big supermodel like you, they can still do things on the local level. Right,
1: exactly. There's so much local stuff happening. I mean, I have a girlfriend who lives outside of Seattle and she's working a ton just um, living there, and then. You know, um, even in the Midwest or even in the South, um, in Texas and Dallas, there's a lot of work uh, to be had there as well um, that people just don't realize.
0: Right. So what's next for you? Like right now, I feel like you just have to whirl at your fingertips. You're young, beautiful, (laughs) all eyes are on you. Mm -hmm. What's next for you? Um, We shall see. There
1: is so many opportunities that have been opening up for me. Um, I've had a couple directors call and, you know, ask me to come in for interviews and see, you know, what's happening with the acting thing as far as, you know, TV and film roles. Um, also, I've, I'm, I've uh, been asked to do a couple of speaking engagements for young girls to be, you know, a support and um, a role model for young girls. Mm-hmm. Um, to talk about confidence in, in your size and in your body. Um, so I'm kind of taking a couple directions and seeing where this is going to take me and see what um, passions I really have.
0: And maybe you and Crystal can team up, and the two of you can do some damage together with a project. Yes, yes, yes. So do you have a website, or is it in the works?
1: Website is in the works, because, you know, all of this just happened overnight. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I do have the fan page, the official Ashley Graham fan page on Facebook. So go Go ahead, look it up. I'm on Twitter. It's the Ashley Graham. I guess it's at the Ashley Graham, (laughs) right? I guess you're not on there that much. No, I am. I am. I'm, you know, I just, um, I just got it this past week, so I'm still figuring it out. But I just, you know, I got the, I have a Blackberry, so I got to like, you know, get the Blackberry app and all that good stuff.
0: Okay, so if anybody mm-hmm. is interested in booking you, how do they go go about doing that? They can go to Ford. I'm, my um, my main
1: agent is um, Ford New York, and they can talk to Gary or Jacqueline.
0: Well, all right. Thank you so much for being on the show. It was You're a pleasure. You're very welcome. With Thank you. you for having me. I really appreciate it. And continued success with a, with your career. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, bye bye. Bye. And thanks again to Ashley for being on the show and everyone that tuned in this evening. Tune in next time, and we'll have more Plus Industry Professionals with with stories to not only inspire you, but to keep you connected with the curvy community. And if you're interested in advertising on our show, being a guest, or have questions, Go to our website at www.plusmodelradio.com. And if you haven't already, don't forget to join our fan page on Facebook at facebook.com slash plusmodelradio. I've been your host this evening, Shanice Lewis. Thank you for tuning in and supporting Plus Model Radio. Until next time, keep thriving in your curves and be blessed.